Hello and welcome to Remember God Loves You and I'll meet you at the finish line. I hope you guys are having a fantastic day because I know I am. Because today is a day that the Lord hath made and we shall rejoice and praise and be glad in it. And God is good all the time. And all the time, God is good. So I hope you guys, so yesterday's episode was about fear not, you know, and not having fear devoted, not being devoted to fear. So now today we're going to switch it up and talk about uh, <clears throat> fear the future, not being fearful of the future. All right. And even how our fear of the future, that's our main emphasis. And so if you have your Bibles open, we're going to be in. Um, we're going to be in a couple different uh, parts of the Bible. So we're going to be in Isaiah uh, 40, 27 through 31, Romans 5, 8, and John 1 through 5. So join me as we start the podcast. Or not podcast. Let's start off with a word of prayer. I'm so sorry about that. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for bringing us together, Lord. We thank you that we can be here to rejoice you, to glorify your name. We thank you and we praise you, O Lord as we continue to be faithful unto you, as we are faithful servants, as we know that we, all, we can do all things through you. And Lord, help us not to be devoted to fear. Help us to be aware of it, but not have it control us. Lord, you are a merciful Father, and in Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. So Isaiah 40, 27-31, it states, Why do you say, O Jacob, and speak, O Israel? My way is hidden from the Lord, and my just claim is passed over or passed by my God. Have you not known? Have you not heard? The everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, neither faints nor is weary. His understanding is unsearchable. He gives power to the weak. And, th and to those who have no might, he increases strength. Even the youths shall faint and be weary, and the young men shall utterly fail. But those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up, they shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. So, Let's go, <clears throat> all right. And then we also have uh, Romans 5 8, and it states, But God demonstrates his own love toward us in what while in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Last but not least, John chapter 1 1 through 5. It states, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him, and without him nothing was made that, that was made. In him was life, and, and the life was the light of men. And the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not comprehend it. Wow, was that a lot of reading to do. Now, don't get me wrong. I love to read. Now, let's dive in and, and really think what it states. So, fear of the future, or more precisely, a fear of what the future holds. 
This might be one of the hardest fears for us to grapple with. Because the future holds the potential for the realization of all our other fears. The unknowns of the future are perfect breeding grounds for fear, to build upon fear. It is no wonder that throughout human history, we have become obsessed with trying to see into the future. We desperately want assurance of what's to come and maybe even a way to manipulate the whole thing in our favor. Yet our best attempts are like chasing after the wind. Trying to know and control the future is a wearisome and soul-crushing business. Because we can't. We aren't supposed to. It is a burden we were never meant to bear. There is a better way. And that, and that better way is Isaiah 40, 28. It says, Do you not know, have you not heard? The Lord is the everlasting God, the creator of the ends of the earth. He will not grow tired or weary, and his understanding no one can fathom. Instead of fearing uh, what the future holds, we can trust in God who holds the future, our God who is from everlasting to everlasting, the one who has always been and always will be. But there is more good news. Because our everlasting God has never-ending love, his love endures forever. How do we know that to be true? By Psalm or by Romans 5.8. But God demonstrates his own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. So God has shown us the depth of his love through Jesus. Jesus, the one through whom all things were made. Jesus who humbled himself into, unto death, even death on a cross. He is our life and our light, and our proof of God's enduring love. What control or knowledge have you been trying to grasp onto or onto out of fear? And that's my question. What have you done to think of manipulating something to happen, prevent from happening? In prayer, ask God to help you surrender the fear in exchange for trust in his everlasting goodness and love. So let's kind of talk about that. Let's kind of break it down. It's, it's interesting when I look back on my life. You know, I think a lot of this has to deal with high schools, uh, high school students and college students. And as they're coming into the new year and <clears throat> as even people are going into military basic training, I'm sure, or even your workplace. But I want to kind of focus on more of high school high school kids, precisely seniors. I'm sure that you guys are worried of what's going to happen next. I'm sure that you're trying to figure out uh, what, whether to go to college or whether to go to the military or just to go on to the workforce. And I'm sure that you want what's best for you, and so do your parents. So what you're going to try to do is that even I – now, the only reason why you're going to try to do this is because I've done it myself. You're going to apply at a whole bunch of colleges, which I did back in high school, especially in my senior year. And I was so ecstatic when I ecstatic when uh, college things came back and said, congratulations, you've been accepted. But then it ended up being like throughout the year, about uh, mid-year, I was like, man, I don't want to go to college. So I was one, like looked at the military. 
And so then the military was like enticing. And you're like, oh, wow, I love the military. I can see myself being in the military. And so then at some point comes a, a pinnacle road. We call it a fork in the road at some point in your life. Whether you want to have a fork in the road and you have to come and decide very carefully of what you want to do next. You either want to, for instance, in my life, it was either go to college, a four-year college at Marion University and run cross country and track for them because I knew the coach and I knew that they were going to be fantastic people. It's going to be an awesome campus and a college. Or join the United States Air Force and see what they have to offer. I did not know what, all I knew was, okay, you know, when I graduate, this is what I'm going to do and have the future and manipulate it. So I exercised, I made myself fit. I kept myself very active because I wanted to join the military, but I did not know that God had something in store for me. And even when I was in the military, I tried to project the future. I tried to say, okay, I got to be fearful. So I was fearful. So I made sure I watched hours upon hours of videos of how your bed is supposed to make how you're supposed to salute your ranks, what's going to happen next, you know, trying to get that future jump ahead of time. So when that time comes around, I can be uh, okay with it. But what I didn't know was on October 2nd of 2019, precisely 8.30 p.m., I could have manipulated all the times I could, and I did. I attended Bible study three times a week, Monday, Wednesdays, and Saturdays. Wednesdays was a Bible study off base at AC, ACW, and on Saturday mornings, it was a men's Bible study at church in the House of the Prayer, House of the Prayer Church. And then Monday was a Bible study, and that was on base. So I tried to manipulate everything I was trying to do because I wanted to be that good Christian follower, and I wanted to be that person. But what ended up being was I ended up getting paralyzed for about three months, and that rocked me off my core and so then i started figuring out and even that even when something drastic happens to in our lives like for you it might be something different you might lose your job or you might fail a class or you might get asked to be let go from the military all those are drastic events in your life you can prepare as much as you can but you'll never be able to really face until you face until it happens to you so we end up, we are fearful of the future. We are fearful of what's going to happen next to us. And I'm sure, and even with your families, if you have families, I'm pretty sure that you're fearful of your kids, fearful of what's going to happen with your kids when they graduate high school, when they get older. And that's a pretty much, and that, I mean, for me, it just, I mean, I don't have kids and I'm fearful for this next generation. But I know that I can't be fearful because that's devoting myself to fear. And that's allowing other fear to build upon the fear that it's already have, which is the next what's going to happen to this next generation. That's not of God. So I encourage you, as we conclude, to not focus, to not be fearful of the future, because God has got you in his hands. God wants what's best for you. God loves you. And that's why he sent his son to die on the cross for you. How cool is that? And so you don't have to worry about the future. You don't have to be fearful of what's going to happen next. Because God's already got a plan. You're already on the journey that God has set for you. Let's close it with a word of prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for bringing us together. 
we think that we don't have to be fearful of the future because you've already planned it for us. Lord, give us the strength and the energy to make it throughout the day. Make it throughout not being fearful of what's going to happen to our kids. Not being fearful of what's going to happen next in our lives, the next decisions we have to make. Not being fearful that of something might we might just lose all of our income, Lord. Not being fearful of that. Help us to give us a sense of peace, of assurance, knowing that you have a plan for us and that you love us and you're going to make sure that we are well off and that you have a tender heart for us. Help us to just remember that each and every day, oh Lord. And I just give, I just pray that upon my heart. And I just want to ask for a repentance, Lord. For anyone that's listening that has a that was fearful of what's going to happen next. Just pray that we just come to you ask for repentance to get rid of those thoughts and to get rid of those actions of manipulating the future. I just pray this in your Father's name, Lord. And give us the strength and the energy to continue the path that you have set before us so that when we cross the finish line, O oh Lord, we can run into your arms and we can hear you say to us, well done, my good and faithful servant. And in Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. And remember, God loves you, and I'll meet you at the finish line. Have a blessed day. Bye.